it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. It's another great day right here at Inspired News Radio. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan. All of you know me as Sales with Sully. And here we are again, sharing in the next half hour, talking about sales, all the things related to sales and digital marketing, especially in the tactical marketing side of things. And today is no different than every other one of these episodes. We're going to give you some helpful information that makes you a better sales professional right here on Inspired News Radio. Well, it's Scott Sullivan, and it's another episode of Sales with Sully. Today, we are going to be talking about the digital divide, the chasm that is real, the real thing that's out there that we're that a lot of people don't talk about as much <laughs> as they probably should. The world has changed. The world continues to change. And today, we're going to talk about the struggles that are real uh, around the digital world. The description of the show says, were you born into a digital world or are you a migrant? Are you a person like me of my age or of a certain age? If you were born before the date or before the year of 1995, you would what we would call a digital migrant. That means you were not born into a digital world. If you were born in the 60s, 70s, and 80s like uh, I'm going to say I was, just we're going to keep it at that, then you know what it's like to grow up with um, maybe a roll of quarters in your pocket for putting into a payphone. If you're like me, you remember when a payphone costs a dime. And if you were born after 1995, you're, all, you're going, what's a payphone? <laughs> so, so that's the digital divide that we're talking about. The world of cassette tapes, fax machines, film that you had to put in a camera. Oh my gosh. And then you had to send it off and get it developed and then, you know, put the pictures in an album. Oh my gosh. How about, you know, music that you had to carry around with you in a you know, eight-track tapes and cassettes that you had to carry around in these big cases that you had to keep in the back seat of the trunk of your car just so that you could carry the the portable music around with you. Boom boxes, the days of, you know, those days when you had cassette tapes and, and when everything was, as we call it, analog, the days that have are gone by. But if you were born after 1995, you you remember what or you know what uh, digital music is. It came out in the in the form of a CD when it first started. Then streaming and streaming video, and we all had a cell phone in our hand. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine not having a cell phone, not living with the word Google, not knowing how to go look up something at a library? Oh, that's just awful. I just can't imagine it. <laughs> so, so the world today, as we know it in this digital divide, if you're a migrant into this world, then you've had to adapt. You've had to come through the coming of age, if you will. If you started off in your sales career in the 70s, 80s, or 90s, and you didn't have a cell phone, you didn't have a fax machine, you had a roll of uh, dimes or quarters to make pay phone calls, you pulled over. I mean, things as simple as, let's, let's just look at some of the things that, are, that have changed. How about a map? 
you know, when I was a um, young salesperson, long, long time ago, we had a Thompson directory under the seat, and it's it was an entire book of every city street inside of New York or Philadelphia or whatever city you lived in, because you needed it to find your way from point A to point B, especially in the back streets, you know, or the surface streets, not on the freeways. We had maps, and it took planning because you had to figure out how to get to your customer. And think about it. You can't call him or text him five minutes before you get there and say, I'm going to be late because of traffic. The only way you could do that is pull off the freeway, find a payphone, get out of your car, walk up to the payphone, look up in your little day timer a, a analog handwritten note of what his uh, phone number was, drop in a dime, call him and say, Hey, Joe, I'm going to be late, and I'm even going to be later now because it's taken me half an hour to make this phone call. Those days, just you, you just can't remember. If you, did, if you didn't grow up in that era, you just don't have uh, any imagination of what that was like. You just can't, you can't imagine uh, what those days were like. So even going back to the, the times of maps and phones and all of those things that we just talked about, but what about you know, actually making a call to a client. Think about this. I want to remind you, if, you, if you're not familiar with the, the era of the time that I'm talking about, let me tell you that when I first started in my sales career, the second floor of the building I worked on was filled with just an entire room full of people that were receptionists. They would pick up the phone. So if you called me to get to place an order, to get a hold of me, to send me a message, if you needed to get a hold of me, you called an extension through the main number or the switchboard. and. And then you got a hold of my assistant and she would then take the call to type it up into a, a memo and she would put it in my box or drop it off at my desk so <laughs> think about this at five o'clock when she went home my calls didn't come through they weren't rerouted the phone would just ring and ring and ring and ring and ring there was no voicemail there was no such thing as a voicemail. There was no such thing as an answering machine. The phone would just ring and ring and ring and ring. So you could, at almost any time of the day or night, walk into our office and hear a phone ringing somewhere in the distance. That's because when people would call, there was if there was no one to answer, the phone just continued to ring until they decided to hang up. Think about that concept. Think about what I just said to you. How crazy is that? You can't call or text. Could you imagine not being able to text someone and say, oh, I'm running five minutes late. I'll see you there. Or go ahead and grab a, a seat and I'll I'll be there as soon as I can. Or I'm getting there early. Can you can, can you get off work a few minutes early? Those days just didn't happen. The invention of the cell phone came, and then it was only the most powerful, the richest, the most affluent could afford what was called a cell phone. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It's insane what you can do. But remember that the cell phones were so scarce that you very, very, very rarely, almost never called another cell phone. You were using the cell phone to call a landline at someone else at an office. So until, you know, we have to flash ahead 10 or 15 or 20 years until cell phones become, you know, ubiquitous everywhere. And now we have homes and businesses and other places that don't even have landlines. They just, they run their entire business off their cell phone. And now we have things called apps. And so the digital divide is real.
And and when you think of a person that is, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old and having to learn the computer language, think of the advantage that the 20-somethings have right now. They grew up knowing what an iPad was, you know, is. They grew up knowing what an app is. They grew up knowing, you know, what digital and streaming and all of these things that they learned how to do. They learned how to, you know, swipe on a uh, or pin on a digital device before they knew what it meant, right? They they didn't understand what they were doing. They just knew that that's how you did it. If I squeeze my fingers together on this screen, it'll make this image bigger or smaller. It's, you know, they learn that at a very, very early age, whereas people that are migrants to the digital divide then that ha- that's that's got to be a learned behavior. They have to learn later in life. The reason why I bring all of this up and the reason why I'm talking about it is because the world that we live in in the sales world has also changed. When was the last time that you actually, you know, took a business card and rekeyed that information into a contact or a CRM? When was the last time in some cases you even got a business card? You know, now somebody just hands you their phone and says, "Here, put your digits in here." You know, or they email it to you or they share it with you or they text it to you or or they airdrop it to you or they connect with you you know because you're both within bluetooth range that just that's just crazy you know thinking about in the in the old good old days the word bluetooth would have nothing have no connotation whatsoever unless you'd been eating a blue popsicle and then you would have blue teeth <laughs> so so the the world has changed and the world is changing so our sales process also has to adapt customers will now now say you know text me and or drop me off a you know a copy of this or you know there's when was the last time you mailed a proposal to somebody i'm not talking about email i'm talking about printing it out binding it together putting it in an envelope putting postage on it and sending it to a customer to get it there in you know three to nine days whereas you know now it's on a shared collaboration in the cloud wow you know these things are norms to the people that are you know born after 1995 they understand what having something in the cloud is and i'll just send you a link and then when i send you the link you are there you can change the document the same as i can we can collaborate on it together we can share it we can um you know change it we can then publish it and then what about just like what we're doing right now on this podcast can you imagine having your own broadcast capability what would it take back in FM radio days you had to go to a radio station you had to sit in a studio somebody had to either record you or broadcast live and it had to go through a transmitter and then it had to go out over the airwaves and now we've got it 24 hours a day seven days a week streaming you know 700,000 different podcasts every month hundreds of thousands of of videos and audio and all the capability that's out there and if you want to find how to do something today you know you would just you'll go to youtube or you go to google or you just speak into your phone hey siri how do i you know and then fill in the blank not in the analog days in the analog days you had to go to the library you know that 
place where all the books sit <laughs> for those of you that haven't been to a library in a long time you had to go to a library you had to find reference books you had to read those reference books you had to you know pay 10 to 20 cents or, or a quarter for a sheet of paper or for a um, copy if you wanted to copy something out of the reference book and then you had to take it home study it use a yellow highlighter to highlight it i mean it was an actual pen and then you had to retype it onto a electric typewriter or even a manual typewriter in your own words or pull it all together and then submit it i mean that's the way you would do a report or do research and today i mean we take it for granted you know we could just walk into our living room and say hey alexa you know and then tell her what you want done and next thing you know it's there the same with google so those days uh have changed the way we are uh, working in our sales organizations, but it also changes the consumer behavior. How many times now have you heard, well, I can get it cheaper here, or I can look online, or I can do that? The sales presentations and the sales, the lost art of presenting your products and wares to a customer is starting to wane because I can, most of the research is done. I mean, there was one report that I read in the Harvard Business Review that 65% of the buying decision is made before anybody ever reaches out to the company. They've already researched you on the web. They've already looked at your, your reviews. They've looked at your testimonials. They know who you are, what you do, and, and how well you do it. And here's the worst part. What if you, you haven't put the material together in a format that is digestible by the new generation. And I'm not picking on millennials here, but if you have a millennial that is trying to make the decision and they're looking at their phone while they're doing something else to get the decision, and maybe they're making the recommendation to a boss, maybe they're not even the decision maker, but they're gonna bring the top three. So maybe the boss said, find me, the best three ink pens in the you know in the world i want to i want to have a i want to have a new line of ink pens on our stationery in our stationery cabinet find me the best three ink pens they have and base the research on you know price how long it, it takes uh, to run out of ink and and the weight right that research could all be done and if it wasn't something that was digestible by that person in the way that you presented it to them then guess what you weren't even considered did you hear what i just said if you didn't format your information in a way that could be digested by the person doing the research then you didn't even make it to the table so the amount of presentation and everything else that you needed to be successful you didn't even get an at-bat. So you didn't even get into the batter's box to take a swing because you never made it to the first pitch. And why? Because you didn't listen to the way that the digital divide is real. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not picking on boomers like me and I'm not picking on millennials. 
But if you have somebody who speaks only Mandarin and you give your presentation in English, then guess what? You're not going to be considered because they can't make a decision. That is almost what I'm talking about when it's a foreign language. How are you presenting your products and services? What does your website do? Does it give the right information? Is it is it video based so that that person can forward it on to their boss and say, "Here's the best one right here. Look, watch this YouTube video. Boom." Or here's the best one. Check out this website. Here's a link to this website. Or here's a screenshot. Or here's the data sheet. All of that information has to be digestible in a format that makes it conducive for the person doing the research or making the decision to actually get the information that they need. If they have to dig through your website to find a data sheet and find out how much your product weighs or the or the dimensions or the size or anything else or what the freight is, uh, it's just not going to work anymore. Those days are gone. We don't have that luxury. The decision-making process has now been shortened to, in some cases, nanoseconds because they've already made a decision before they ever called the company. And in most cases now, as you know, probably as a consumer now in the, you know, in this millennial that we live in, in this millennium that we live in, you probably are buying off of off of uh, Amazon and you probably aren't making any decisions or talking to any people that help you make the decision. If you have to call the company, you're probably not buying it. You're probably going on to something else to buy someone else's. And I'm not telling you that's what I do, but I'm just going to tell you as I have experienced that before. So the digital divide is real. You need to understand it. You need to know it. And I would suggest a couple of different things. One, do an overhaul right now of all of your marketing material. Make sure that it is user-friendly in the in the form of millennials. Make sure that a 20-something understands it and, and can access it and, and manipulate it and bring it through the sales process easily and simply don't rely on the fact that the phone's going to ring because it may not don't rely on the fact that you may get an email because you may not don't rely on the fact that you may even get a text because you may not you may need a text chat box right in the corner of your website that just says Hey, welcome to XYZ Company. How can I help you today? I see you're browsing around my uh, my uh, website. Is there something I can do to help you? Maybe that gets you to the attention of the right person because they're not going to go and send a text, look up your phone number, try and find out who you are. They're just going to simply go to the next website or they're going to find a website that aggregates all of that information together and make a decision right there at once. How many times have you bought something from Amazon or not bought something from Amazon based on the reviews, based on the information that you actually get, not from the product description, but from all the ancillary? What about the 7,000 people that have bought it before you? And they say, well, you know, this one's a little heavy. It writes a little bad. I don't like this one, you know, and you make a decision based on that. You didn't even actually look at the specs of the of the product. You actually were just read some of the reviews. Or how about you didn't even read the reviews. You just went to the little arrow that showed it was a video, and you clicked on a video and you watched a two minute video about the the product, it, the, how it's used, where it's used, where it's made. Maybe the CEO jumps on and gives you a face, you know, a picture of his or her face. And says, you know, thank you for buying our product. We really appreciate it. This, you know, we're we're just 
dedicated to customer service we're dedicated to quality all of a sudden you know you have that emotional buying decision and you go ahead and buy it even though you haven't looked at the specification you don't know if it meets the right uh, criteria but it did the right thing. It was digestible in that information format that was able to bring in the right information at the right time so that you could make a positive buying decision. The digital divide is real, it's there. For those, I'm talking directly now to the boomers that are out there, if you're running a company and the phone's not ringing like it used to be, maybe it's time to just look, take a look back, you know, take a step back and look at how your marketing materials uh, being received and maybe it's time to look at your sales process if you're a millennial out there and i'm talking to you right now you know give us old folks a little bit of a of a, of a break maybe <laughs> you know it's a little tougher sometimes to teach the old dog new tricks because we did have to grow up in a day when we had to get out of our car, pull a dime out of a paper roll, which you have no idea what I'm talking about, drop it into a payphone, and actually turn a rotary dial phone to get the, the other person on the other end. And that's only if it was during regular business hours and somebody was actually there to answer the phone. It is an amazing world that we live in. It's ever-changing, and things are happening at the speed of light right here on this planet. It's getting smaller and smaller and smaller every single day. I'm Scott Sullivan, also known as Sales with Sully. Uh, every week, I bring you some insights into sales and marketing, and I bring you my 30 years. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, if there's anything that you would like us to talk about, if you have topics, you know how to get a hold of me. It's real simple. On LinkedIn, it's just simply Scott Sullivan. On everything else, every social media platform you can find, it's at Sales with Sully. I take all of your questions off of Twitter every single week. I take all of your questions off of Facebook every single week and I turn them into shows that I put out into a digital world right now via podcast and I do it over Inspired News Radio a radio station that broadcasts digitally over the internet worldwide just to show you that I'm not just a boomer but I'm also crossing that chasm into the from the digital divide and I am a digital migrant I am here I'm here to stay and I use my knowledge and information every single week to help you be better sales professionals sometimes i have folks that agree with me and my twit my twitter is alive and i get lots of positive tweets and sometimes i get those folks that just want to challenge me and that's great i love both anytime and any way you can get a hold of me. You can send me your comments, questions, or concerns. You can reach me through inspirednewsradio.com, of course, and you can reach me on every social media platform at Sales with Sully. And I am now on Instagram. Man, I am so hip. Uh, I probably that's not the right word either. When I think of a hip, I think of breaking a hip. <laughs> Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening to Sales with Sully every week. It is nothing but a pleasure to have uh, your comments and your questions sent to me. I couldn't do what I do without you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And remember, like I say every single week, get out there and sell something, right? You have to. That's what makes this economy keep going, and that's what makes the world go around. Go out and sell something. You have a fantastic week. Keep those cards and letters coming. That's for all the boomers out there. That's specific for the boomers. Keep those cards and letters coming. We'll answer your questions right here on Sales with Sully on Inspired News Radio.
You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.